So case seven is devoted to cooking schools of the stage and later of radio and television. With the dawn of the consumer age, a time of rapid technological innovation, housewives realized that their mothers did not have all the answers when it came to cooking with new appliances and energy sources. Because of increasing mobility as well, it was also likely that mother lived in another city. So asking her advice was more complicated than it had been in previous centuries where multi-generational families might have shared the same home. Consequently, cookbooks and the domestic authorities who authored them filled an important information gap and became valued and trusted resources. In this case, important examples include the 1910 The Modern Household Cookery Book, which actually includes a small section on Chinese cookery that focuses particularly on the preparation of vegetables. Cooking schools were also very popular additions to the culinary landscape, both because they provided practical information for the housewife and welcome entertainment for homemakers who were involved in what Betty Friedan would identify in the 1960s as a pretty lonely profession. Before the Food Network, Canadians demonstrated an appetite for learning how to cook from culinary authorities who gave presentations to large crowds or came into their homes via radio and television. There were many Canadian culinary authorities who were much beloved for their trusted recipes and wise counsel, but two were particularly beloved, Mrs. A and Madame B, otherwise known as Kate Aiken and Jeanne Benoit, both shaped and defined Canadian cuisine, Aiken by exposing her listeners to the range and diversity of foodways across Canada, and Benoit by documenting iconic Quebecois and Canadian dishes. By 1950, the year that Kate Aiken's Canadian cookbook was published, she reportedly received more than 5,000 letters a day and gave approximately 600 radio broadcasts that year and 150 speeches. Benoit also had a career in radio, but she's perhaps best remembered for her television show. That cooking presentations were often styled as cooking schools served a number of purposes. For the students themselves, it lent credibility to the training they received and underscored the significance and complexity of the housewife's role. For the institutions hosting the cooking schools, examples in this case include Consumers Gas and General Mills, registrations provided valuable and detailed demographic information about their consumers. You may wonder why we include information about the American spokespersonality, Betty Crocker, in an exhibition about the making and shaping of Canadian foodways. In part, this is because Canadians would often tune in to hear the American personalities like Betty Crocker. It's also because we have detailed information about this very influential spokespersonality, some of it on display here, thanks to the family of Agnes Kwame Higgins, a Montrealer who was once one of the women who portrayed her. <laughs>